It had only been less than a month since we'd been married. She fell asleep, and I crawled into bed, looking at my phone, looking at digital images of other women. And it was at that moment, a very strange thought occurred to me that I'm not going to be free of this addiction. Hi, this is the Celibate Yogi, and you're listening to the Filling the Void show. It's a show where we look at all the different ways that we try and fill the void that we have in our lives. And in this week's episode, we're going to look at my personal story of addiction, of all the ways that I tried to fill the void and all the ways that I tried to get out of this I was probably 11 or 12 years old when I first started using porn. I would come home from school and uh, warm up the food by myself and I would um, go on the internet and I would watch these images. In the beginning it was uh, quite innocent, it was in the days of dial-up internet, so I would watch these static images, I would look up these static images and I would feel this uh, weird sensation and I would feel quite satisfied when I um, got a release from it. But then as I got older and I went to high school and I went off to college, this image, these images stayed in my head. I would go through high school thinking that if I kept watching enough of this pornographic imagery, I could learn all the skills that I need so that when I do go off to college, I can be happy, I can find um, partners, I can find uh, a girl that I could be really happy with. And I went off to college and I can count so many times I would have an absolutely wonderful person wanting to be with me and not just physically, but wanting to have a real relationship with me and every single time I would not be able to reciprocate my mind would stay on those digital images and so probably at the age of 18 or 19 I realized I had this addiction Since that age, I tried to quit this addiction, and I tried a number of different things. At first, I felt incredibly guilty. Uh, I used to think that this was a harmless habit, that it had no victim at all. But I started to realize that I was the victim in my family and um, these incredible people. Uh, who cared about me, they were the victims of um, these static, these digital images that uh, didn't benefit me at all. And so at the age of 18, I started a more than 10 plus year journey of figuring out how to quit porn addiction. And it was an addiction. 
I would watch these things and I didn't even enjoy myself as I would watch these images, as I would watch these videos. I would do these things mechanically without any real feeling of happiness or satisfaction. It was more of a compulsion, something that just grabbed me from the back of my head and uh, almost took over to make me watch these things and actually do something with it. And so from the age of 18 or 19, I started to try and quit this. I realized that this really was an addiction, that I couldn't go more than a day or more than a week without watching it. And if you can't do that, then you're definitely addicted. And I went through a long journey of trying to figure out how to quit this. Um, at first, I just told myself that, hey, I can see that this is harmful. And if I just say no to it, if I just resist it enough, it's going to go away. Like with um, some other things going on in my life, you know, if you're uh, wanting to study and your friends are coming over and they're saying, hey, let's go hang out, you can, it takes a bit of willpower to tell them that, no, I'd rather get my work done. I'd rather study. But with porn addiction, I realized that that same logic just didn't apply. I couldn't just say no to it. Um, I could say no to it for a day, maybe three or four days a week, two weeks, but then inevitably the voice, the call of this addiction would just grow louder and louder and louder until it would overtake me and make me act out and make me watch these images again. And almost in a frenzied rush, uh, I would watch it, I would finish the act. Sometimes I would spend hours and hours just looking at image after image, video after video, just trying to ride that wave. And at the end, I would exhaust myself enough and, and actually um, have an orgasm to, to this fake digital imagery. And that's when I would kind of give in. Um, the next thing I tried to do when my willpower kept failing me was I resorted to prayer. I came from a fairly religious family and I was told that God didn't like me doing these things and at the time I thought that was quite silly. But I started to resort to prayer. I started to resort to confession to try and purge myself from this addiction. And I would spend quite a lot of time praying and I would always wonder when the voice, when the call of this addiction would overwhelm me and I would act out, I would inevitably ask myself, why has God abandoned me? I'm trying to do something good. I'm trying to give up this vice and yet still God doesn't help me. And it created a real crisis in my faith. It created a real disconnection for my own spiritual self, my own core self that relied on a relationship with God. And for a long time, I, I thought that um, this was God's punishment on me. Going further, I got in my early 20s, I started to under, started to think that if I could just educate myself enough about the harmful effects of porn, I could quit this addiction and so I went down a huge rabbit hole of learning about all the dangers of porn, all the side effects that it leads to, things like erectile dysfunction, the way it rewires your 
brain chemistry, the way it rewires your brain itself. And I spend countless hours on your brain on porn. I spent a lot of time watching YouTube videos, reading research papers, and I really did think that if I could educate myself enough about all the ways that porn was hurting me, I could quit myself from this addiction. And I would watch these th images, I would watch these studies, I would watch these talks, I would read these long, complicated papers, I would spend hours reading testimonial stories of other people whose lives had been ruined by watching porn. And I would feel ready to confront this monster. And yet, uh, inevitably, after a day or two or a week or two, I would give in again. And so, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, for more than 10 years, I tried to quit porn. And after a certain point, I would just say, well, this is never going to happen. I'm going to be addicted to this for the rest of my life. Until I got into a relationship, I genuinely kept thinking that maybe my college days were just a mistake. Maybe I was just not confident enough to act or be with these other women that wanted to be with me but if i could now in my 20s when i had a career when i was set i could be in a relationship maybe this this addiction would go away that i just needed a, a real sexual outlet and that's why i was watching these images and so i got into relationships and i i dated some incredibly wonderful people smart and funny and warm and generous great good people and yet none of that helped me too i would have an incredible date with someone i'd be laughing with them we would um we would end our date with a kiss but then i would come home and i would still find greater satisfaction watching these digital images and i was stunned at not being able to understand what is the what is the reason behind this what causes this to happen even when i could be with someone wonderful my mind would stray and this continued on when i met my wife and i got married to her um, i would choose often to look at my phone to stay up late at night in my computer room while she was off sleeping and watch these images instead of these fake pixelated people who cared not at all about me as a human being but that kept me addicted that kept me hooked and nothing worked nothing worked at all I started to see that it wasn't about all the things that porn is taking away from me. I was better educated than most people about all the ways that porn harmed my life, all the ways that it sapped my energy, all the ways it sapped my time, it took away my time, it took away my relationships, it took away my drive and ambition to want to succeed in my career. So instead of looking at all the things that porn was taking away, I started to ask myself, well, what is porn giving me? There must be something that it gives me. There must be some benefit I keep seeing in this addiction 
that makes me hooked on it even after all this time. And I started to ask myself this honestly, and I realized that porn gave me things like stress relief. It gave me an escape. It helped me combat with boredom. It helped me um, find myself sometimes when I was feeling totally lonely. And then I started to think even more deeply about this, and I was, and I came to the conclusion that even these were lies. These were the final lies, these lies that kept me hooked on porn addiction. The fact is, porn never helped me with stress. It never helped me escape. It never helped me deal with my boredom or my anxiety or my loneliness or the inadequacies I felt in my life about my, my career, about how I looked, about how I felt, about how much I weighed, how much money I made. The real fact was, porn was the cause of all these things. You see, the only reason why we think that porn helps us with, say, stress relief is because we are stressed in the first place. But the real fact is, when we stop watching porn, this compulsion inside of us starts to build and build and build and build. And it creates so much pressure that we look to porn to release it again. And yet it was the usage of porn itself that caused this void in the first place. This void that kept growing and growing and growing. And like a fool, we thought, or I thought, that porn would actually fill it. And it did, maybe minusculely, maybe in a very small way. But that illusion that porn helped me fill this void kept me coming back to it again and again and again. I used to think that porn helped me fill the void of stress. It helped me fill the void of boredom. It helped me fill the void of loneliness. But actually, it was causing this void in the first place. And I think it's really about understanding this lie, but really seeing through this one particular lie, the lie that porn helps us deal with all the stresses of life, with all the challenges of life. And when we start to see that it's just a crutch, and when we start to see that porn doesn't help us fill the void, but it actually creates this void in the first place, when we can truly see that there is no real benefit to porn, that's when we can be free. And so I dedicated myself to helping other men, other people get unhooked, get de-addicted from the porn trap. And that's what this podcast is about. It's about freedom. It's about all the misguided ways we try to fill the void and trying to find a way to genuinely and authentically fill this void, not with these addictions, but with a true sense of who we are. In our next episode, we're going to look at a particular story of another person as I help him quit and confront the beliefs, the false illusions that he has about the porn addiction trap, but all the lies he has told himself about how to quit porn. 
This episode has been sponsored by the Quit Porn Easily book found on Amazon. It's a book I wrote chronicling my experiences in quitting porn and presenting a systematized way of quitting porn forever about seeing through the illusions that porn has some benefit to it. It's only for 99 cents. You can get it right off of Amazon. And this is the Celibate Yogi tuning out. Thanks. Thank you.